Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, I'm so excited to share with you this podcast topic. And now I will be referencing my stylist, Jamie Baker, over and over again, because the things that I'm talking about to you today about how you don't need to lose weight, to look cute, or to feel good in your clothes, and all of these tips that I'm going to go over, I learned from Jamie Baker. So I'm going to connect you to her website and her Instagram in the show notes. You've probably seen me tag her on Instagram, but I've just always wanted to feel somewhat put together. Like That is just one thing that makes me feel good about me when I feel like I've put some energy and effort into the outfit I'm wearing, my hair, my makeup. And with my hair and makeup, I felt like I had a good groove. But when it came to putting together an outfit that would work for what I do for a living, what I do for my lifestyle, and actually feel good and confident and comfortable in what I am wearing, I needed help. And so I heard Jamie Baker on another podcast episode, and I really do want Jamie to come on my podcast, but really I wanted to just share with you what I've learned so far and some of the ways that I have tweaked what I've learned from her. I made it my own because as a mom and after having kids, our body changes. And a lot of times I think women focus on getting back to the size or the particular pair of pants or feeling the way they did about their body after having kids. And really, if you come at it from wishing it looked a different way or things felt a different way, you're going to constantly feel stuck. But if you come at your body image as who you are now, who you are becoming, and a new version of yourself after having kids, things will, you, you know, you can really change your style. You can change and you don't have to wear things you used to wear. You don't, you, you don't have to wear those pants that, or that dress that you wore so long ago. You don't have to fit into that. And so we're going to kind of talk about a lot of different things today. I'm going to try to keep it collective in tactical tips, but the overall arching message that I want you to understand and walk away with today is that you don't have to lose weight to feel good getting dressed. You don't have to lose weight to look cute. You don't have to lose weight to wear adorable outfits. And so that is what I'm going to be talking to you about today. I will reference Jamie Baker. I want to give her all the credit that she deserves for teaching me all of these things. This is just my spin on things. And I do, um, 
I do subscribe or I am a member of her style style society. It's 25 bucks a month and the value that you get with the classes and the style guides and the community, it is so cute. Like the community is so fun. Ladies share outfits or things that they're buying and ask for feedback or ask or say like this, this is so crazy to me that I've learned this about all of the things from Jamie and implying it and having these aha moments. So without further ado, let's hop into kind of my, um, my tips for you on feeling cute and looking good and feeling confident in what you wear without losing weight. Because I do want you to approach your health and fitness lifestyle to feel empowered without needing to see or it be centered around your body becoming smaller, right? I want your health and fitness to support your energy, your vibrancy, your mood, and your emotion. And yeah, if things start feeling and fitting a little bit different, you feel stronger in your arms, you feel like you can bend down easier, chase after your kids, or you have more energy at the end of the day. That's the ultimate wins I want you to have with your health and fitness journey. Not it be about a pant size or dropping number on on the scale. But I do know that this is something a lot of you get hung up on, on getting dressed. So number one, my biggest takeaway and tip is it's not about your weight. It's about your shape. Something that I learned was learning and identifying what proportion my body is and what my body type is and what really works with my proportion and my body type. When I, when you think about it, your proportion really tends to be the same. Even if you fluctuate gaining or losing 20 pounds, your body proportion is typically going to stay the same. And if you dress for your body proportion and you buy things that really work for your body's proportion and your body type, you're going to find that your clothes are feeling and looking amazing because they are complementing what it is that your body is right now. And your body is absolutely incredible right now. And you can accentuate things that you're confident about and you can create um, illusions based on where seams are placed or whatnot. So for me, when I was learning from Jamie Baker about short torso, which I already knew I had a short torso, but when it came to when I was shopping for pants and shirts, keeping in mind that I have a short torso has made it very easy for me when I'm both online and in-person shopping, knowing that is not going to work for me or that is going to work for me because the ultra high, high, high waisted jeans look and look amazing on my long torso friends. But on me, the high, high waisted jeans pretty much come up to the band of my bra, which is not a super flattering look for me. Or when I look at myself in the mirror with that type of stuff, I'm like, oh, that just doesn't look right. So I'm looking for things that are different. And because I am also 5'3", learning that that meant I can be looking in the petite section. I thought for some reason petite meant that you were like an extra small or double zero, but shopping in the petite section has made it so now I'm not buying jeans with all of this length at the end of them and having to like scrunch up my bottom of my jeans and it not look right. 
And so knowing about your body's proportion and body type and shape is how you can really ultimately accentuate what it is that makes your body unique and beautiful and amazing. The second tip is that the clothes that you are shopping for or that arrive at your doorstep are auditioning for a role in your wardrobe, not your body trying to fit into the clothes. Let me say that again unless it didn't click. So when you are shopping or when you are online shopping and clothes arrive at your door and you're putting them on, remember the clothes are auditioning for a space in your wardrobe, for a space in your closet, not that your body needs to fit into them a certain way. This means not taking it personally when something doesn't fit your body right. It doesn't fit the role. It didn't it didn't pass the audition. Move on to something else because you will find something better. Just like when an a director is audi- having auditions and they're looking at different actors and actresses, they're putting the person in the right role, not saying, okay, you, you need to do this one. You need to do this one. You need to do this one and hope that it all works out. No, these clothes, the things that you try on, the things that you're shopping for, the things that are already in your closet, those things are auditioning for a space in your wardrobe. Your body is not meant to fit into every single piece of article of clothing. Like I said, we all have different body types, long torso, short torso with the body types. It's like, do you, are you bigger on the bottom, bigger on the top? Not that either of those are bad. Bigger does not mean bad, proportionate, straight. Like what is your overall body proportion and your clothes are auditioning to stay and hold a place in your closet and not everything gets to stay not everything fits that role right third thing is and i think you probably already know this but you just need another sister friend to tell you sizing is bananas sizing is nuts those of you who are following my instagram you know i love the boutique the nines and i have been modeling for the nines and it truly is just crazy how different brands and fabrics i mean it's not just like the brands and the sizing it's how different fabrics hold and take shape that sizing is just crazy sometimes i fit into things that are large sometimes i fit into things that are small sometimes i fit into a size four pants sometimes i fit into size eight it is really just crazy across the board and not all sizing is the same. Sizing is nuts. Sizing is crazy. It's not you. It's not your body. It's just that manufacturers have different things and based on where things are made in the world, like it doesn't have to be this demonized thing either. Like every single brand should be held to the same blah, blah, blah. It's just a little different. Just like Steve Madden is a little bit different than Nike when it comes to shoes. If you're not familiar with shoes, you maybe don't get that reference. I am a shoe girl. I love shoes. And so I I definitely know that when it comes to certain um, brands, I'm going to get something a little bit different. So just understanding and acknowledging the size doesn't mean anything. Get the size that fits your body and that you feel is best for you. And yeah, sometimes that means I get a large. Sometimes that means I get a small. It just really depends on the different item. The next thing, so this is number four, I believe we're on, is your body is the least interesting thing about you. 
Your body is the least interesting thing about you. Your body as it is aesthetically is the least interesting thing about you. The people who love you the most, the people who appreciate and support you, they are not thinking and obsessing about your body like you are. They love you and you are loved for so many other reasons other than what your body looks like, okay? Do you hear me on that? Nobody else really notices or acknowledges, or if they do, that's a reflective problem of their own, right? If somebody else is constantly picking apart your body, they're making points about you gaining or losing weight, it is not a reflection of you, that is on them. Your mind, your heart, your spirit, your energy, your personality, all of that trumps what size you are, especially if you're in the comparison brain of like the size you are now versus the size you used to be. Nobody else can really tell how you are authentically and your drive and your energy and your motivation and your personality and how you care and how you show up and what you give and how you love on others is in fact, your, your mind, your brain, everything is the most interesting thing about you. Your body is at the bottom of it. Your body, the one that is like, like who cares if a woman looks amazing standing in a bikini, but everything else about that woman, like sister, you get your, you got to get it together. Like not to judge somebody who does have the society standards of an ideal, perfect and beautiful body, not to judge on that, but like she carries insecurities too. And I just, I felt for a long time too, especially with the industry that I'm in where it's like, oh my gosh, I am a health and fitness coach and I still have a jiggly belly. I still have extra skin and stretch marks and I'm not going to be one that shows my abs to portray the results that I get from a workout program or a nutrition plan because that area of my body because I have a short torso and had two babies that I carried it's just it's just not my body's area that I like to accentuate, right? I like to accentuate other areas. I'm proud and pay attention to the other areas of my body. And when I started sharing about cycle syncing and energy and nourishment and all of that, really like me showing physical results did not matter to you guys anymore because what I was saying and sharing was way more interesting than, oh my gosh, look, Joelle has abs. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I know 100%. And this was an affirmation. This, um, your body is the least interesting thing about you was the affirmation that I really needed to just release the grip that I had on needing my body to change. And it's been very freeing. So if that's something that you just really needed to bluntly hear, that there are so many other really great things about you besides your body, then sister friend, I, I told you, I told you so. I know so that your body is the least interesting thing about you. The last thing that I'm going to talk about when it comes to you don't need to lose weight to dress cute was an exercise that's within Jamie Baker's stuff that I thought was really great and unique 
for moms specifically because oftentimes we see this influencer that has this cute adorable outfit and then we're like oh we're just gonna buy what she has or see a picture and buy that and then we're gonna feel and look as cute as they are in that picture but then we get those items and we're like this just really doesn't even work for me and then we never wear them or they don't they're they have they have failed the audition for earning a spot in our closet because that influencer's body type is way different than ours. So what I encourage you to do is think of three scenarios that you dress for. Like majority of your time, what are the types of clothes that you wear? You know, and if you are a nurse and a mom and then you casually hang out with friends periodically, you know, really your scrubs, some mom life things and then your casual like dress outfits like those are the main criteria of your daily wardrobe if you work in the office obviously then yours would be business casual instead of scrubs but whatever it is let me just tell you mine so mine is even in the midwest like there are not a lot of fancy events even in um events where <laughs> It should be fancier, higher dress code. Just where I live in the Midwest, surrounded by farmers in small towns, like nobody's really dressing up that much. A lot of the style is casual. So really that like casual vibe. And then I work out. I'm a health and fitness professional. So I found that I really wanted it to be important for me to have proper workout attire where if I was out and about in my workout stuff, I still felt like a cute health and fitness professional. And then the other, the third category I put was work at home slash mom life. Because when I'm sitting in my office podcasting, I can really wear the same things working in my office that I can while I'm with my kids. I want them to be both like functional, but kind of cute, but I need to like move and have them practical. So when I was like, okay, I've got these three categories, now I know where to put more time and energy and pieces into those things. So a lot of times when I'm shopping now, if it's something where I'm like, I would just not really wear this in those main three majority categories, I don't buy it. I still appreciate it. I still really like it. And that's okay. It's, it's totally okay for me to not buy everything that I like. And then on the flip side, when I was doing a closet audit, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to keep a couple of my dresses, but now can I buy dresses from the standpoint of not getting a dress or an outfit just for one event, but can I get it? So they kind of intermingle and mix and match, you know, kind of thing. I probably go to like weddings and bridal showers and baby showers, things like that once, maybe twice a year. And that even includes work events. And so I started to really pay attention to like, oh, I want to be investing in more pieces like, um, my cute bomber jacket because with my cute little bomber jacket I can wear that with a tank top and leggings and some cute sneakers and it looks adorable. I could do for a casual look I could do some jeans and some type of printed t-shirt and that same bomber jacket. If I wanted to do like work at home mom life once again I could do my leggings a uh, 
like graphic tee and my bomber jacket and some type of shoes and the kids and I are good to go. You see how I've really learned like to look at a piece and be like, okay, does this work for the main scenarios that I dress for? And I often don't buy a piece of clothing unless I can see it like styled in at least two ways. So even for one of the dresses that I picked up, I was like, oh, this could be like a spring, fall, and wintertime dress because in winter I could pair it with boots and this this like um, type of fancy winter jacket I have and it would be like a cute winter dress because it has sleeves, but it also could be used for fall and spring because I can cinch up the sleeves. I could either do a booty or a sandal and it looks like super cute. So looking at pieces in that way of can I wear them in one or more different ways? Like even when it comes to t-shirts, I was like, oh, would this look cute with my jean shorts and my biker shorts? Would this look cute with my leggings and my jeans? Would this look cute with my joggers and my jean shorts? And really kind of thinking at it of things going together and working together for the scenarios that I dress for in my life instead of being like, oh, this piece is cute. I think it's kind of cute. It might work with some of the things that I have. Does that make sense? And now, especially that I know when it comes to my body shape and proportions, having a short torso where I want my jeans to hit at my natural waistline and really thinking about like, okay, can I look for sizes that come in petites so I'm not going to have this extra length, bunchy length at my ankles of my pants has really made it so I'm buying less things, but they're fitting way, way, way better. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you liked these tips, please let me know. I mean, it was really just super freeing for me to understand I don't need to be my smallest weight or my smallest pant size to dress cute. Like, and in all honesty, you guys, I'm still in that mid range. I'm not the smallest I've been. I'm not the largest I've been. I'm just in that mid range. But because I'm getting to know about my proportion, my body type, how to dress and and really kind of playing around with my personal style, it's been really fun to see what works for me. And with trying on things at the nines, the new boutique or that boutique that I've been modeling for, it's been really cool to try on things that I necessarily wouldn't um, try on for myself. And when I'm doing these photo shoots, they're often styling me with hats and earrings and necklaces and Those are things I just wouldn't really necessarily pick up and pair, but now I'm seeing like, oh, I really like how this adds a little bit. I like how this is looking and completing things. And excuse me, I have the hiccups. I'm not editing this out because I'm just rolling with this episode today. But I really hope that this episode helps you ladies for understanding that you don't need to lose weight to look cute, to feel good in your clothes. If you start approaching what you wear with these tips, follow Jamie Baker, um, podcast to come soon with her on the show, kind of explaining more probably about the different body types and proportionate 
and a little bit more about her style society but i will also leave her information down below you guys don't forget we're we're in are we in september we're like on the brink of being in september and remember the feminine fitness boot camp start it's my group coaching program starts september 12th so I'm so excited for this. You guys, the podcast peeps are the ones who will be open for enrollment on this. Check out the show notes for that as well. Reach out to me on Instagram if you do have any questions about it. But the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp is reserved for podcast listeners. And then previous clients, you do get 50% off enrollment for the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. So I hope you guys... Um, Reach out to me if you have any questions about that. I've been loving sharing um, the, the more personal episodes with you guys. Thank you for your response on the previous episode about ADHD, anxiety medication, dinner time, drama, like all of that stuff. I really opened up a lot and I've, I mean, I got such a positive response on how much you guys can relate to those things. So I do want to share a little bit more about my experience with medication, maybe go into a little bit deeper on how the dinner time situation is working out for us as we continue to do that. And now I'm just rambling because I love sitting behind this mic. I love getting like detailed and in-depth with you, my friend. So I appreciate you for listening and I will talk to you next time. Seriously, my friend, I know that you are loving all of this, but here's the thing. You have to put it into practice to be living in flow in all areas of your life. And I know what it's like to be learning all of this, trying to piece it together while wondering, is this working? Am I doing it right? You guys, it's time for me to announce that the first ever Feminine Fitness Bootcamp is open for enrollment. And this is going to be an incredible experience for two cycles. Yep, we're gonna be working together for 60-ish days. And this is a live group coaching experience. Yes, you're gonna get my, my trainings and my cheat sheets and my resources that make cycles thinking seamless and simple and very, very easy to implement in your everyday life. But the real magic is going to be happening in the group coaching power sessions. And what that means is, and if you've never been in a group coach, group coaching setting before, my friend, it is legit magical because not only will we be able to have breakthroughs for what you're struggling with one-on-one -on -one, and you're going to get one-on-one -on -one time with me for support and accountability with what you want to work through, but you're also going to be hearing what all the other ladies are working through as well and how I coach with them through what it is that they're struggling with. Because in all honesty, a lot of times we as women feel like we're struggling alone or this is just, it's just us that's experiencing this. But when you are in a group coaching setting and you are working through what it is you want to work through and hearing from others, you get so many gold nuggets. And yes, I'm going to be teaching and training. You will also get the group coaching sessions and the one-on-one -on -one time, but paired with support and accountability from other women in the group. Like if you've had a hard time in the past 
sticking to something or starting and stopping, know that this accountability and support that you'll be getting with this group coaching is going to be there for you. We're going to be here together to make sure that you see this through. And once you get in the groove with cycle syncing, you guys, you realize this is intuitive. You will know and understand yourself at a deeper level and how to support your body. The best biohacking is cycle syncing and the feminine fitness bootcamp is the best health and fitness support group for learning how to work with your body instead of always fighting against it. And we're starting in September, September 12th, we kick this off. Enrollment is now open until August, all through August, enrollment is open. And if you are interested in applying to be in the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp, go to the application link that is linked in the podcast description of this episode. Once you have filled out that application, I will review every single person who applies because I am only accepting 20 ladies into this group. Once we have hit 20, I am closing the door. So the sooner you get in on this group, the sooner that you enroll, your spot will be saved. And the first five ladies who save their spots, who snag their spots, will get free Protea Baseline Plus from me as a early enrollment gift. I am so excited for this. I cannot wait to kick this off in September and October. Cycle one is really how we get to know you, your cycle, and how to sync with your cycle and what is supportive for your cycle. And then the second phase of this is really learning how to optimize. Optimize your energy, your productivity, your relationships, and then continue on that foundation after the boot camp has completed, okay? So this is incredible. I am so excited for this. This is going to be the last one in 2021. I will not be doing the Feminine Fitness Boot Camp again until January of 2022. So it is time to enroll. It's like summer's over, fall is here. Let's get our ish together before the holiday season, right? You will learn this foundational piece. You will bring that balance and harmony and work with your body to get to your goals, have energy and support instead of constantly fighting your body all the time, wondering why you're feeling certain way. How come you have energy some days and others you don't? What is the best, most optimal workout plan for you and your body? What's your body gonna respond to? What doesn't your body respond to? That's what we're talking about in the Feminine Fitness Bootcamp. So make sure you apply to enroll once I've reviewed the application. We will talk about what the process looks like from there. And my friend, I'm pumped about this. I cannot wait. So make sure that you click the link to get your application in.